0: Okay inshallah So shall we begin Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu again How are you all doing Okay all right alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah Nahmaduhu Nusali nusalli ala rasulihil karim amma ba'd fa a'udhu billahi minash shaitani bismillahir rahmanir rahim uh, I guess everybody is informed about the change in, in the day for a sessions. Okay, those of you who are joining by our Ilman Nafia group. Please note that the sessions will be on Mondays from now, all right? Uh, so did you check the contents I had sent uh, as further reference for the previous sessions? Yes, no? Did you check the stuff I had sent? we had sent on the group? The further reads you can see? Hmm? Oh, mashallah, that's really good. Okay, so I'll be really glad if you do so. And more than anybody else, you will be very happy and satisfied if you go through all of it, uh, once at least, inshallah, okay? It will really benefit you a lot, inshallah. So back to today's sessions. Today's topic, as you can see, is shunning the devil's speech, okay? Shunning the devil's speech. What do you understand by the term devil's speech? What what is is your idea about this title? What this word, devil's speech? What do you think of? Yes. Mm, Okay, the devil whispering into your ear. Uh, uh, Okay, that's our service. Uh, Devil's speech in this session, well, what I am referring to as devil's speech is music. This is music, okay. Yes, you heard it right, heard it correct. And, and how music is referred as devil's speech, you will come to know at the end uh, or in the meanwhile of this session, inshallah. So now before starting the explanation, I'd like you to do one thing at whatever step you are standing in connection with music. Okay? If you're listening it, if you're not listening it, whatever step you're standing on, don't hold a particular view at this time, okay? Just don't keep a a particular mindset, okay? You getting me? Don't try using your own perspective in understanding of this session. hmm? Just think that, You don't know anything. And and even if something comes that that, that will be in contradiction to your viewpoints, you'll keep the door of your minds open for thinking. All right? Just keep your mind open for all the possible perspectives, all the possible answers. All right? So now listening to songs and music. This is something... uh, Okay, okay, inshallah. Okay, we will keep the That That's not a harlaka. Okay, that's something so huge. These are mere reminder series, all right? So for now, at least we are uh, focused with this. Inshallah, we will think about it, Sister Lubna. Jazakum khairan for your uh, idea or suggestion. Okay, barakallah. Now, uh, listening to songs or music, this is something most of us consider a personal choice. Okay? We, we don't think it as a, a social uh, expression or something like that. It's our personal choice. Okay, no, going into the minor details, okay, the tiniest of details, if music is harab or halal or, or, or doubtful, because we dread if it comes out haram, we might have to stop listening to them, isn't it? So wait, okay. Don't think that we are we are going to uh, finalize this to, today. We are not going to finalize that music is haram or music is halal. Okay. We will just be having a discussion on the view of Salafus al the Mus- the Mufrisirin from Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jamaa. And, and whatever your heart says at the end of this session will be the, will be the aid code, the, the conclusion for you, for your listening to music, okay? Just a minute, okay. Okay, so, so uh, you're ready with all the senses wide awake? Do, do, do you understand what, what this topic is going to be about? This is going to be about music. And we are not going to finalize if music is haram or halal. Okay. Just wait a minute, okay. Interruption, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely sorry. Okay. So now many scholars, they differed in their opinion regarding music. Okay, Some said it is permissible. Some said uh, it's not permissible. Some said it's doubtful and somehow This is why many of us, those of us who were not used to the acceptance of differing opinions, we got confused. And somehow they they took this matter, okay? The people who are not much knowledgeable, they took this matter into permissible category. And, And now this is something ironical because if it's doubtful, we are supposed to leave the matter. But the people like us who are not very knowledgeable, we take it as a chance to persist in listening rather than fearing if it's not permissible and we'll have to face severe consequences for it. You see, if it's doubtful, we're supposed to leave it. But what happens with us? Okay, it might be permissible as well. We can listen to it. It's not something so dreadful. Okay, but remember, if it comes out haram or, or impermissible, we will have to face the consequences for it. Now well, let's see, where do we find the reference for music in the Quran? Okay, because this is a very famous quotation of people that, okay, tell me where the music is referred as haram in the Quran or in the Hadith. Okay, so we will see what the Quran tells about music. Or the likes. Of. So in Suratul Luqman, ayah six, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala says, "And of the people is he who buys the amusement of speech to mislead others from the way of Allah without knowledge, and who takes it in ridicule. Those will have a humiliating punishment." <laughs> this is referred. In, uh, this this ayah is Surat uh, Suratul Luqman ayah six. Now the word used for amusement of speech is lahwal hadith. And hadith is the term used for speech, okay? Hadith is not necessarily the Sahih Bukhari and Sahih Muslim hadith, okay? Hadith in Arabic, it literally means speech, okay? Just mere speech. And what is lahwal hadith? What is lahwal speech? It all talks useless talking, a speech that doesn't have any benefit for the person who is speaking and the person who's listening. And this kind of speech misleads a person from the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without knowledge. You heard the translation, what what does what does this say? That the speech to mislead others from the way of Allah hmm? without even them knowing that they are being misled into the lahwal hadith into the useless talks, okay? Lahwal is something that usually has to do with lahaw or what is what is it, vulgar soul-defaming talk that's harmful for uh, one's spiritual state, something that's a reason uh, a reason with which procrastinate, people procrastinate. Okay. In the tafsir of this ayah, among the useless talks, the ones specifically mentioned by the Mufasirin is music and musical instruments. Music is specifically mentioned by the Mufasirin in, uh, in the explanation, in the interpretation of this ayah. Because if you see what are the lyrics of the songs, something used in important conversation, in meetings or, or in important talks, with uh, big dignitaries? Hmm? No, right? When a person is constantly singing a song with lyrics that don't exactly have a beneficial meaning in his life. So what is he doing basically? Wasting his time. In that time, he can uh, talk to his parents with same intensity and and, and, uh, love and appreciation. He can call his siblings and friends and ask them if they're doing fine. He can recite or memorize the Quran that has much greater rewards. He can, uh, he can make us and remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's much more rewarding than mining the, the lyrics of any song. Okay, and that's in fact has no reward at all. Just blabbering the, the lyrics of the, of the songs. Ali uh, mentions that all that is void of the remembrance of Allah, it is Lahu, it is useless. So if a person's tongue, his heart are being constantly tuning with music and useless talks, how is this, how is his heart? Useless, his heart, his tongue, his actions, they are useless. Because they are not having Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's remembrance it, it, in it. Ibn Jarir At-Tabari, rahimullah, he mentioned in his book that lahwal hadith include singing and listening to music, purchasing uh, of professional male and female singers, the purchase of musical instruments for amusement. And this view is supported by a number of Sahaba like Ibn Masood anhu and Ibn Abbas anhu. In fact, once Ibn Masud radiallahu anhu was asked about the interpretation of this ayah, ayah six of Suratul Luqman. And he replied, I swear by the one other than whom there is no God that it refers to thinking." And he repeated it three times to emphasize his position. Now one would say, why we are referring music as useless? It's soothing, it's a therapy. We can relate, uh, relate to the pain from the relate- lyrics. We feel adrenaline rush listening to, to certain songs. Yes, one might say this, but wait. As a believer, having the Quran as our life code, what do we learn? <inaudible> Indeed, for sure in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do the hearts find rest, tranquility. So why are you seeking it somewhere else? Why are you seeking the tranquility, the peace somewhere else if the Quran is there? In Surah Isra, Ayah 82, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and we set down of the Quran, that which is healing and mercy for the believers the Quran is a healing and mercy for the believers. Then why are you searching for your therapy in music? Why are you searching your therapy in music? Also, what do we see? The speech, which is useless, it's not just wasting your time and effort, but also misleading you from the way of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And if you think about it, what happens when you see someone excessively addicted to music? What happens? They get farther and farther from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They they, they can cry listening to a random song, a sad song particularly that's based on heartbreak and, and someone's betrayal, but they are stoic and unaffected when the Quran is being recited before them. In fact, it repulses them, subhanAllah. They can spend days and nights with earphones plugged in their ears and surfing through latest songs and albums released. So they are constantly, or they are drugged with music, but they're not, and when they're not listening to the music, they're singing either, they're singing themselves. When they stand in Salah or even stand, like stand or sit still for a while, the tunes of music are bugging their mind constantly constantly they need music or they would feel restless. What is this? What is this indicating? How distant are these people from the Allah's way? How distant are these people from the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Yes, the lyrics they remain in the subconscious mind always. They are they are like in, in a in a uh, uh, in a hadith, in, in, in their interpretation, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that devil runs through the winds, he, he runs through the blood of believers. And when we are constantly feeding ourselves with music, the music stays in our mind, in our soul. Now, some of us might still be listening to music. Okay, this is very widely accepted these days because people don't give it a second thought. That anymore, you 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 might have noticed that grasping upon the Quran while you are somewhere attached to music, it becomes difficult. Sometimes you are trying very hard to memorize a surah from Juz' Amma. Okay, it has all the short surah, and still you find it very difficult to memorize them. Sometimes you try to focus on the recent Islamic event you attended, a khutbah. May, maybe you listen to. But you will find it hard to remember what the sheikh said. What was the ayah? What was the ayah number? What was the reference he used? Hmm? Now try to introspect yourself. Are you somewhere somehow having any link with music? Okay. Having a favorite song on, on your phone ringtone? Okay. Just one time, once in a while, you listen to this old favorite song, just to reminisce old good times. Or or the of the nostalgia, feel the nostalgia maybe. Then remember that Quran, the purest speech of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and music, the useless impure speech, cannot reside in the same heart. One has to live. One has to live. So if you want to grasp the way of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, instead of getting farther away from it then you must abstain completely from all the speeches that are useless. Not just music, but also the speeches that are considered useless. Backbiting maybe, or slandering maybe, but music is the biggest of them. Because music is a widespread fifth one these days. You go to any website, you go to any YouTube channel, music is widespread. There is nothing left behind which is music free except for the, uh, for the videos of shuyukh. But everything, it has music in the background, it has music in the beginning, it has music on the ends. So music is a by- widespread fithnah of this era. So you must abstain from every type of speech that can lead you away from the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One more ayah from Suratul isra ayah 64. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, to the shaitan, okay. Uh, this uh, this era, it was in this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is having a conversation with shaitan. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to the shaitan that and incite whoever you can among them with your voice and assault them with your cavalry. Okay, just a minute. I'm having so many breaks today. I'm so sorry. Okay, all right. So you see what is clearly mentioned over here one of the way of Shaitan misleads and assaults the human beings is, is his voice, his speech, inciting towards Haram. Mujahid, one of the Tawahin, he said that, re- that this refers to singing with idle entertainment and singing, meaning influence them with that. So one of the speech of Shaitan that mislead people is music. So you see, that's why I call it the devil's speech. Music is the devil's speech, okay? So how do we see this happening? Hmm? How can we imply this ayah to this modern new world? How is it that Shaitan misleading us? Can you give me an example? Yes. Is there any example of something relatable? Mm -hmm. Can you think about something? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll tell it. So people sing and dance and engage in praising certain human being beyond the limits. Yes, it pushes someone into, it it, it can push people into Zina. We see in, in weddings, in, in, in even Muslim weddings, people have a special night for music, a special night for music. Hmm? People sing and they dance. <clears throat> then we see the Qawalis, the Qawalis and, and what do you call it? The, the uh, Nas and nasheets. They they are praising certain human being beyond the limits, adding phrases of shirk, Comparing a beloved person with Allah Subhanahu Taala, hmm? explaining a woman's beauty and her body to the extent that it sounds like like an audible pornography. Yes, it, it, it like her, her face, her eyes, her hairs and her curves and 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 whatnot, Subhanallah. And how does this kind of music affects humans? Hmm? have you seen people of Sufism and mysticism they hold gatherings, huge gatherings where they just dance and sing in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala amazing it is, right is this ever done by the prophets and the sahabas no right, you you wouldn't say any prophets or sahaba they they, they haven't danced or sing in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so This is a way of misguidance. Yes, the Bollywood songs as well. They are so vulgar. They are the the peak of vulgarity you can see. Like there is no any barrier remained between the the animals and the humans if you listen to even a one Bollywood song. Hmm? So this is what, this is misguidance. Men are tempted, excited when a woman's features are suggestively sung before them. Just imagine this they are psychologically created in, the, in that way. And this has led to many incidences of zina and even uh, uh, sexual assaults. And this is why music is the speech of devil because due to this speech, people are getting into larger sins, major sins. It's like a drug that makes a person addict and that can stimulate a person in ways that we cannot imagine. Hmm? Ibn Taymiyyah said that music is intoxicant of the soul, just the way alcohol alcohol intoxicates the body makes it numb and motionless and lifeless eventually music does the same assault on the soul. He also said that music is forbidden according to all the four Imams. If you belong to Hanafi Mazhab, if you belong to the Sharfi Mazhab, if you belong to the Hanbali Mazhab, if you belong to the Maliki Mazhab, no worries. All the four Imams have forbidden the music. Ibn al qayyim also said that singing and music is worse and more harmful than stories of emperors because it is the fountainhead of hypocrisy. It is the snare of shaitan, it intoxicates the intellect its obstructing from the Qur'an is far worse than any way in which other types of speech blocks them. Because the souls of people lean towards sounds like this and have desire to listen to it. You see, every other type of speech that are useless, they cannot give as much harm as music gives to the, uh, the relationship of a person with Qur'an. Remember, wherever the desire, the shahwav comes in, it is a huge test. And the big is the fitna. But remember, music breeds hypocrisy and it diseases the heart. Just like the water causes vegetation in the soil, the heart soon breeds the weeds if it's constantly fed with music. You would see yourself, if you're constantly attached with music, that, 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 that you, your heart becomes inattentive to the, to the Islamic talks. You would feel repulsed when the Quran is being recited. In fact, you would feel nothing when the Quran is recited. And this is so dangerous. This is so dangerous. In one of, in one of his fatwa, Imam Shafi uh, has literally said that whoever listens to music is an idiot and his testimony has to be rejected. It's just like saying that the intellect, the words, and the opinion of such person have no word, have have no importance whatsoever. The, the one who listens to the music is so idiot that he has no intellect. This is the approach of the righteous people towards music. Hmm? In a hadith of Sayyid Bukhari, Rasulullah said. From among my followers, there will be some people who will consider illegal sexual intercourse, the wearing of silk, the drinking of alcoholic drinks, and the use of musical instruments as lawful. And the hadith continues further. I mean, it it talks about some more uh, things that are not permissible. Okay, can you hear me or is the background bothering you? I guess the background is quite, quite bothersome today. All right. Okay. So in, in one more narration, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam also said, a people of my ummah will drink wine, calling it by other than its real name. We can see it's wine or, or beer. People call it other names that it's not that toxicant. It's not that, sorry, it, it's not that intoxicant. Okay. So merriments will be made for them through the playing of musical instruments and the singing of female singers. Allah subhanahu wa taala will cleave the earth under them and turn others into apes and swines, mm-hmm. apes and swines. This is an authentic narration from Ibn Majah. Also, in a hadith narrated by Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, uh, Rasulullah sallallahu wa said, "Verily, Allah prohibited wine and gambling and al kuba, and every intoxicant is prohibited." So Sofyan said, what is Al-Kubha? So the narrator said, it is drum. Can you listen to me? Background is hardly to hear. Oh okay, all right. So we also see that every intoxicant is prohibited. And what is music for the soul? According to Ibn Taymiyyah, Rahimullah, an intoxicant, right? So music should also be prohibited, right? so are we supposed to feed our souls with it or abstain from it hmm? keep away as much as possible hmm? keep away from music as much as possible because it is an intoxicant of the soul in fact most dangerous than the most dangerous than Uh, the the alcohol for the body. Okay, the session will end in four minutes. So please join again because we have left a little bit. We will continue with that, okay? So please join again. Hmm? Now this was the most of the narrations against music. Okay, this many narrations against the music. Now some of the people who want to justify listening to music, they use uh, this hadith where once Aisha radiyallahu anhu uh, and her was uh, having two girls playing duffs while Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi was lying near them, okay, with his face on the other side. So when Abu Bakr radiyallahu anhu saw it, he scolded the girls for, for playing uh, instrument before Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi and Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi replied, "Leave them." So this indicates that music is permissible, okay? Do you think that musical music is permissible because of this hadith? No, it's not. It indicates that only the daf is permissible. And what were the girls singing them? A story of war between two tribes of Ansar. They weren't singing uh, uh, seducing songs while they danced. Astaghfirullah. No, they were having a little amusement only. And that was the Eid, that was the Eid day. That was the day on Eid. It was a day of, uh, of merriment and enjoyment. We are supposed to enjoy that day within the limits assigned to us. So this hadith in no ways allows use of other instruments, female singers singing in crowds, okay, while people have lustful interactions or phrases of shirk and 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 blasphemy of the prophet okay in no way this hadith justifies that we are not supposed to use this hadith to justify music okay besides and this was all about the do's and the don'ts regarding music Hmm? now more important thing besides all this is we should be more focused on what benefits us and saves us from procrastination hmm? a of shaykh abdul Muhsin al-abad Abad said that a person should spend his time with what will give him good in return in this life and the life after this let him occupy himself with remembrance of allah read the quran beneficial books Moreover, it is also fine to listen to beneficial poetry, which urges to noble character and noble adab. Hmm? This is a quotation from a salaf, a shaykh, right? But remember, excessive poetry should also be avoided. Excessive of everything apart from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should be avoided. So my dear sisters, What is your conclusion now? Hmm? Please do tell me, what is the end quote that you will think for yourself now? Hmm? Do you think it's good to listen to music or harmful? What is it that you decide for yourself from today now on? Because remember, this session is kind of a reminder to you. Yes, exactly, it's harmful. This session is a reminder for you. it has something to teach you. If you are listening to all the proofs against music and you still persist on that, this is going to be sinful. Hmm? And more than that, yes, kawadis include musical instruments, clapping of hands and, and also praising the people beyond limitation, I mean, mm-hmm. They, uh, if you think about it, they usually contain the phrases of shirk. Okay. And if you even love music, the instruments are not permissible. Okay. If you love music, you play guitar and you play rioting. It's not permissible. Only the duff.